Okay, my friends. So today we are reading Bat, the Lego Batman Five Minute Stories book. This is the second story in the book, which is called Freezing Cold. And it's based on the story by Liz Marsham. And it's read today by Mommy and Knuckles the Echidna. Knuckles the Echidna. I could tell because you're dressed in red. And you look very fearsome. I'm glad you're with me though, because this story is going to be way fun. This is not my shirt. This, this oh. is my, not my pants. Oh, it's just your skin. It's my skin. Roger that. <clears throat> I like your imagination. I mean, I like I like everything about you. You're pretty cool. Are you ready for your story, Knuckles? Then let's get to it. Here we go. Mr. Freeze and Captain Cold have teamed up. The icy crooks want to make it winter in Gotham City in the middle of summer. But Batman knows it takes a team of superheroes to beat a team of supervillains. He calls his friends Superman and Supergirl to help give the villains a warm welcome. And when the battle heats up, will the superheroes be able to keep their cool? Only one way to find out. Let's read it. The calendar said August, but in Gotham City, it looked and felt more like January. Icicles hung from trees, snow drifted down to pile up in the streets, and the air got colder and colder. A few hours ago, it had been just another hot and humid day. What was going on? Batman drove through the chilly city in the Batmobile, staring at the snow and ice. Alfred, he said into his earpiece, I don't like this. Nor do I, Master Bruce, replied Alfred. Hmm, that's strange. It's still sunny, and there's not a cloud in the sky. How can it be snowing if there are no clouds? Batman finally knew where to look. And it wasn't on the ground. He ejected from the Batmobile and activated his Bat Jetpack. As he soared into the air, he scanned the tallest landmarks in the city. Do you know what a landmark is? Something you can easily identify with your eyeballs. So you know, oh, there's a really tall building, or that's a very interesting looking um, plant or tree that's super tall and easy to see. That would be a landmark. Why are the satellite dishes at the top of Wayne Tower? <gasps> Ooh, what, what are they doing up there? Batman asked himself, I didn't sign off in any new construction. The tiny dishes sparkled and twinkled in the sun. Something about the way they caught the light was strange. As he got closer, he began to make it began to make sense. The dishes were made of glass, which was why they sparkled. And the twinkles were snow and ice crystals shooting from the dishes and falling into the city. Alfred, these aren't satellite dishes, Batman reported. They look like Captain Cold's gun, only much bigger. As Batman swung around the corner of the tower, he got a clearer look behind the dishes. This machinery is 
much too complex for Captain Cold to set up on his own. In, in fact, these hoses and wires look like the work of... But just then, a figure stepped out. It was a man dressed in a bulky metallic suit with a glass helmet. He pointed a freeze ray with a large nozzle on the end at Batman. It was Mr. Freeze. He fired a ray at Batman. A beam of blue energy shot out toward the Dark Knight who barely dodged it. Mr. Freeze, Batman responded, swooping back to hover in front of the villain. I knew you had to be involved in this. Give up now. Ah, but Batman, chuckled Mr. Freeze. You forget, I am not alone. Batman gasped as a freezing cold blast hit him in the side. Captain Cold had been hiding just out of sight. Batman's jetpack sputtered and died as the cold blast hit it. And a moment later, Batman's torso was entirely encased in ice. Do you know what his torso is? Do you know what part of his body that means? Yeah. It's the space between your neck and your knees, kind of. It's like your main body, the main part of your body, okay? Kind of to your belly button, really. That's your torso. Um, yeah, from your, yeah, yep, in, the, in your belly button area. It's your middle of your body, okay. Batman only had a few seconds. Alfred, he shouted as, into his communicator, audience, uh. Alfred replied, already done. What does that mean? What do you think he did? Let's find out. Sure enough, three blurs came zipping toward Batman. One blur was a red and gold streak moving across the ground. And the other two were red and blue streaks in a sunny sky. A moment later, Supergirl, Superman, caught Batman and lowered him to the ground. The Flash was waiting. Happy to help, as always, said Superman, while Supergirl used her heat vision to melt the ice off of Batman. This is Captain Cold, isn't it? Miss the Flash asked. Batman held out a hand to slow the Flash down. He's teamed up with Mr. Freeze, Flash. The whole city is in danger if this temperature keeps dropping like this. Batman shivered. We need a plan. Can you get them away from these dishes? Hmm. Sounds like it might be a challenge. Let's see what happens next. You bet, yelled the Flash. Watch this. He ran straight up to the side of the tower. Hey, Icicle Boy. He shouted as he zoomed in circles around the balcony. But you can't cool my heels. Mr. Freeze snarled and Captain Cold started firing wildly at the Flash. Hold still, shouted Cold. Not a chance. The Flash called over his shoulder as he ran into the building. Captain Cold and Mr. Freeze followed him through the door, yelling and firing their freezeways. Rays, ooh, he distracted them. Good job. The Flash is pretty smart. Good work, Flash, Batman said into his communicator. Then he turned to Superman and Supergirl. 
I need those rays offline right away. No problem, said Superman. He and Supergirl flew up to the side of the tower. Batman looked around. The temperature is dropping too fast, he muttered to himself. Everyone will start to freeze even if we turn off those rays. There's got to be a way to warm the city up faster. What could they do? Can you think of something? They, they could turn... They could turn... What is it? Not. They, they could... They could turn those... Mm. Into rays to make heat. That's brilliant. So in the picture, friends, we can see these two freeze rays that they've got on, this, on, the, on the side of the building. And if... They could turn them into heat rays. I don't know. What do you think? Could work. It could work. Let's see what he says. Then he had an idea. He activated his communicator again. Superman, Supergirl, he said. Bring those glass dishes down to me. At the top of the tower, Supergirl looked up from where she had just punched a dish down to a bunch of bricks. Uh, she said, are pieces okay? Batman smiled. Pieces are even better. In less than a minute, Superman and Supergirl had broken all four dishes, and Batman was standing in front of a large pile of freeze-ray chunks. He got to work assembling a huge circle of clear glass bricks on the ground. Superman hovered nearby. Batman fit the last piece into place. Can you and Supergirl fly this over the city? Supergirl lifted one side of the disc. It looks like a magnifying glass, Superman finished. I knew you'd think of something, Batman. Come on, Supergirl. Together, Superman and Supergirl lifted the magnifying glass into the air and the strong sunlight shot through the glass and focused a beam of heat onto the ground. The heat began to melt the snow. They swept the beam back and forth over the city. Meanwhile, Batman headed into Wayne Industries' lobby where he saw Captain Cold and Mr. Freeze tied up securely with the wires and hoses from the freeze rays. And next to them was the Flash, speed painting a portrait of the two embarrassed supervillains. Batman, you're just in time, said the Flash happily. This is for you to hang in the bag cave, you know, the next time you want to chill out. <laughs> And then everybody laughed because that was a silly, silly joke, wasn't it? Yeah, because it's, it's, a, pic, it's a picture of Captain Gold and Mr. Free. He's embarrassed in, in jail. <laughs> what a silly thing. <laughs> and it is also the end. Thanks so much for listening to today's story. If you wanted to get a copy of this story, I have got a great tool I wanted to make you aware of. You can pop over to amazon.com slash shop 
slash storytime with Philip and mommy. And you will see I've created a list for every month of the year. And in each list, I have put links for every story that we have read in that month. So you can easily find a link to the story so you can purchase it for yourself. And of course, this all goes to um, help support our, our podcast so we can get new materials. And of course, don't forget, you can also pick up your copy of the Storytime with Philip and Mommy book, The Sprightly Sprite and the Dragon Dragon. And of course, we always hope that you guys enjoy our stories. And we want to say thank you so much for listening.